This podcast is brought to you from Planet Dharma. Visit www.planetdharma.com. So we need awareness about natural cycles of nature, which are in, in essence the same as the natural cycles of dharma, of, of karma and of consciousness. So, so we're just paying attention. Exactly. And to do this, we need to understand how things work. So we need to understand how nature works. We need to understand how consciousness works. And consciousness, in order to understand how consciousness works, your primary lab, your primary testing ground is your own mind. And the problem with society is that so much energy is going into trivia. So much energy is going into consumption that very few people can take the time out or very few people do take the time out to actually map and study how their mind works, how their consciousness works. Because if you are studying how your consciousness works, you're also studying nature because your mind is part of nature. So if we want to understand a bumblebee, we need to understand our mind. And if we want to understand our mind, we can understand the bumblebee. So it's the nature and consciousness are the same thing in the end. So Catherine, when we understand these cycles better, what can we do? What do we, we get? We are better able to judge what is compassionate. That's really, really important. You can't really decide whether something is compassionate or not if it's driven by ego, greed, and ego attachment and consumption. It's very hard to tell what's compassionate if the group consciousness is operating out of attachment and clinging. Right? That's right. That's so, right. So if we, know, if we know that beings turn towards the light, then in a sense of like seeking goodness, Right, then, then of course we naturally want to provide that and do provide that. We don't understand that beings turn towards light and then give them shade, right? That wouldn't make any sense. And that would be um, more effort for less beauty. So let's flip it. Let's flip it. When we understand all the forces at work, when we understand nature, when we understand consciousness, when we understand how things connect to each other, we automatically pick the best choice. It's automatic. Yeah. It's also the most compassionate. Automatically, we pick the best choice that is the most compassionate. It's also the least effort. It just is automatic. Because it's in line with natural laws. Even though the ego may not like it. The ego may want the third beer. But the consciousness goes, no, a glass is good. So when we say the ego doesn't like it, it doesn't mean that it's unwholesome. It means that the ego is rooted or stuck in its, in its patternings of attachment and clinging to, to basically pacify itself. In and, short... And that's what the ego does. And that's what the ego that's does. That's what the ego always does. Always does. In short, the ego takes a lot of effort that it doesn't need to exert for most things, because the ego's job is basically one, to make distinctions and choices, to make distinctions and choices from options, having studied nature to see what is the most effective result. So the most beautiful is the transcendental. So the ego won't choose the transcendental, and the reason the ego won't choose the transcendental is that ego, the transcendental does not need the ego there for its operation. 
Transcendental is trans-ego. Trans-ego. The ego is redundant from the transcendental point of view. It becomes a slave rather than a master. So the master is the transcendental state. The ego becomes the worker, the, 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 the hired hand, <laughs> the employee, if you will. And it doesn't like that idea. But it has really good working and living conditions. Oh, yeah. Right. Fantastic. The best. The biggest. The best. The ego really gets to shine if it comes from a transcendental point of view. And the ego never shines enough if it comes from an ego point of view. And again, that's another reason why it's called the most beautiful with the least effort. It's not the biggest house, not the most money, not the best partner, not the biggest career. These are ego substitutes that eventually fall flat one sooner or later. So the ego has a inherent knowing that it is not necessary for the transcendental and therefore it feels insecure, inherently insecure, right? And that's why it's always trying to shore itself up. Yeah. And these things that Sensei just mentioned are all things that the ego tries to grab onto to try to shore itself up, which makes sense, right? I'll, I'll be a bigger and better ego, and then, and then I'll be more secure. So that's the more money, the more um, the superlative partner, the bigger house, etc. Just to repeat that statement, and maybe in other words, not only does the ego want freedom, it wants security. And this security is the root of anxiety and a hallmark of the ego. Hallmark of? The ego. The ego. Right? Security. There is only one security for the ego, right? And that's not dying. If the ego could live forever, it would. But the ego is impermanent. It goes with your depth. Right, and that's why a human being really needs something bigger than itself, bigger than the ego and bigger than our private lives to get into. Because no matter what I do in this lifetime, it's over when I die. It's To put it another way, insecurity is fundamentally a lack of purpose. You don't know what you're doing. You're just going through the paces. So you need a purpose, and you need a purpose bigger than you. It's not enough purpose for a life to just be focused on itself. Because you're a tribal member, you're a social animal, your purpose has to include a some vision bigger than your lifetime. Bigger than your lifetime and bigger than yourself. And bigger than yourself. Otherwise, the ego will always feel insecure. This is why we have such a hard time with divorces or with children not turning out the way we want them to turn out or they want us to be. And it's all rooted in an insecurity that we need everybody doing what we need to do, we are doing to feel secure. And nobody does what anybody else wants them to do, really, in the end, right? And have, so you ever noticed, have you ever noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't even do what I want myself yeah, to do. Exactly. I don't even live up to my own expectations. Much, much less any of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So the private there's, life there's alone is, yeah. If I don't do it. The <laughs> private life alone is not big enough. And the only way you can fool yourself into thinking the private life is big enough is being busy. So busy that as you approach old age, you don't realize or you don't or are shocked by the fact that everybody starts ignoring you, that you're no longer irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're faced in your old age with being alone because you're not a player anymore. Right? So you need to be clear about your security and your security, the only security there is, is the transcendental state. Illness, cancer, death can't take that away. What is big enough? Exploration, discovery, dedication to the development of individuals in your community, creating wholesome, positive, human-based businesses and industries that speak to the welfare of people. It's quite simple. If you don't have a job like that, or you don't have a career like that, right? Go get into one that does that kind of stuff. You'll feel that. Or do that in your existing work. Exactly. Uh, alleviating suffering and benefiting beings. That's, that's a noble purpose. You can do it through engineering. You can do it through medicine. You can do it through administration. You can do it through anything. You can do bookkeeping or accounting even. Even accounting. Even accounting can do it. <laughs> okay, let's be clear though. Society has one function, one obligation. And that's to free people to explore. To free people to explore. If this podcast resonated with you, we welcome you to visit www.planetdharma.com to explore more teachings and resources. To support our ongoing work and future podcasts, visit www.planetdharma.com slash generosity.